Skanwad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 265. This episode is brought to you by the Kettlebell Kitchen. You guys, Kettlebell Kitchen. when this episode drops, it's going to be time for the CrossFit Games. And that means you get to meet us, if you so desire, if you're at the CrossFit Games, at the Kettlebell Kitchen booth. So come hang out with us. Um, we will be there for lunchtime on Friday and breakfast time on Sunday. Tentatively, we're going to call that 11 o'clock Friday, um, 11 a.m. on Friday, and right at 8 a.m. on Sunday, right when the doors open, um, or, you know, 8 to 8.15, depending on how long we have to stand in line to get into the venue. Keep an eye on our Instagram stories because we'll be as doing of all the updates. As of right now, it's Sunday night. They have not released any of the schedules of the actual events for the games, like the timing. So we may or may not update some of that, but we will update you in our Instagram stories the night before because we learned the hard way last year that the cell service and data in the venue is terrible, which we'll talk about in our upcoming tips about the CrossFit Games. Hot However, tips for the CrossFit Games. Um, it meant that last year we missed a lot of people because we were like, oh, we're at the Chesty booth right now. And it would be like five hours before that story would actually load. Yeah. So keep an eye out the night before. But as of right now, plan to be at the Kettlebell Kitchen booth on Friday for lunch at 11 a.m. And on Sunday for breakfast at like as soon as you walk in the gate at 8, 8 a.m. Yeah. Um, we're so excited. They're yeah. going to have pancakes. Yes, I'm so excited. So you can also support the podcast by supporting Kettlebell Kitchen. You can visit kettlebellkitchen.com and the discount code is GGW. And that gets you how much, Claire? It is. I love that you never know the details of the stuff. I let you do it. <laughs> uh, I also love that like you still don't even know our own website. Yep. You're always like, Krill's gone. What is it, Claire? Mm-hmm. Um, kettlebellkitchen.com, code GGW. If you are a new customer, it gets you $25 off your first two orders of $50 or more. So thank you for supporting the podcast by supporting Kettlebell Kitchen. So we're going to kick this episode off with some hot tips for the CrossFit Games. And we realized (laughs) when this episode drops, if you're listening to it the day it comes out, um, you might be heading to the CrossFit Games. And so Claire and I have had quite a a bit of experience going to the games, uh, not participating in the games. I love people who don't know CrossFit. They're like, oh, are you in the games? And I'm like, (laughs) don't you get that from people? They're like, are you participating in the games? Uh, And I want to be like... (laughs) Nobody asked me that. (laughs) I could see why they would ask you that. (laughs) And I'm like, like, "Uh, are you on like the medical team? Like, why are you going? (laughs) And I'm always like, no, you pretty much have to be an Olympian to be a CrossFit Games athlete at this point. Anyway, um, so uh, Claire and I have been to the CrossFit Games quite a few times. And so we have some advice because a lot of you, maybe this is the first time that you're going to the games. Maybe you're heading there, driving there right now. Maybe you live in Madison and you're like walking in the doors. You're listening to this. That's even more amazing. Um, maybe you're at the airport and you see us and you're waving to us and you're like, I listen to you. That actually happened to Claire and I, and we were so excited at the it airport. It was so <laughs> exciting. She was like literally walking past us with her ear, headphones in her ears and was like, oh my God, I'm listening to you guys right now. And we're like, this is the best moment ever. That was amazing. Which brings us to our first point. Okay. If you see us, please see, say hi to us. Please. There is no, when, okay. Yeah. There is no moment when we are in Madison for the CrossFit Games. Zero moment. That is inappropriate to come up to us. Correct. Don't think like, oh, they're at dinner they're with their too family. Busy. <laughs> oh, they're going to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm literally there to meet you. You can be like, oh my God, I'm in the bathroom and I recognize Joy's custom Metcons in the stall next to me. Joy! 
Like, hand me some toilet paper. I would be delighted. Low five under the stall. Maybe wash your hands first, actually. That's okay. I'm I'm not that picky. But that's right. So you'll wash your hands after. Yeah. That's that's all good. Um, (laughs) If you see us at any point (laughs) in Madison, last year, somebody saw us and grazed from like outside and came inside. (laughs) Totally appropriate. It was a great moment. It was a great moment. And the best part was I was there with my with my sister-in-law and she was like, you are so famous. And I was like, reality check. This is not real life. This doesn't happen. This does not happen. No. But that's why it's so fun. Because it's it like the happen. one time a year that we get to be with our people, all of that our people. That we get to be with our people and we get to pretend we're so famous. Yeah. And it's so fun. So please do our egos a favor. <laughs> yes, please. Please pretend if that like there's us. people that listen to our podcast still. Yes. If you see us, please come say hi to us. And it, the the louder and more enthusiastically you run up to us, the better. Last year, a yeah. woman started crying. It was yeah. like the highlight it of was, my life. It was the highlight of my life to this Even day. Even though I was paralyzed by yeah. an inability to react to her emotions because yeah. yeah. I don't have emotions. I took care of it. Yeah. Joy did take care of it. Uh-huh. She gave her a hug. Guys, I might even hug you. Mm-hmm. Claire will hug. By the way, Claire will hug people that are podcast listeners. Yes. And I would like to – I think I've clarified Yes, we need to clarify. I – it's not that I am like – don't touch me ever, ever, anybody. Right. I more so am not a hugger when I'm like meeting complete strangers. Right. right. Or if I'm in like a work environment. For some reason at my last job, like everyone hugged each other and I was like, we're at work, we're at work, we're at work. This is not a hugging situation. If I see you a lot, like I don't hug Joy when I see her. No. I'm not like, hi, hug. No. Bye, hug. No. Because like I see you all the time. I mean, I don't see you all the time, but you know, like we're not I high just, and by huggers, yeah. Right, I'm not yeah. like a high, but like if I'm, if you are a podcast listener and I'm meeting you for the first time and I'm excited to see you, and go it's in like, for it. We're in the moment, and here's the the other thing that like for some reason, when people know I'm not a hugger, it almost like makes it okay for me. To, like totally. it, it makes me feel like okay, totally. you like, You're like you know, you know, this is maybe a little uncomfortable for me. However, yeah. I'm so excited However, that I just kind of have like I'm bypassing that button. Right. And we're going to do fine. this. Yeah. So we can totally hug. Don't, totally. it's like, I'll try so hard to not be weird about it. Yeah. I'm excited. And I think you do a really good job of that. Thank you. <laughs> um, so. So now that we got so that far, out of the way. When you see me and Joy, come see it. Joy and I, Joy and me. When you see Joy and me, come see us. Come yell Joy at us. Number come one. be excited. Can I clarify a grammar, a grammatical yes, thing? Absolutely. Why is it not Joy and I anymore? Never That's was. <laughs> no, it, yes. It's a great question. I feel like it changed. Sometimes it, does, it changes depending okay. on the sentence. Okay. So, um, sorry. Are you Googling it right now? No, I'm texting. Oh, okay. Sorry, Brandon just texted me. So, side, very yeah. short side note. I'm currently like taking these Chinese herbs that are horrible, uh-huh. horrible people, horrible. Uh-huh. And I just texted Brandon because I, I just remembered I'm supposed to start taking them. Oh, okay. And I was like, will you please bring down my cup of bile? Thank you. Thanks. Okay. So, here... Joy is and when, I versus join me. Joy, okay, and here's the trick. Okay. In the sentence, if I were to take out the other person, that's how I know if it's I or me. So, for example, in that situation, I wouldn't say, if you see I at the game. Uh-huh. I say, if you see me at the games. Uh-huh. And the reason is that in this situation, you are the, I believe this it's is It's like right. a plural, is it a plural thing? No, it's like a subject and indirect object thing. Okay, okay. So um, in the situation, you 
are seeing me. So you are the subject of the sentence and I am the indirect object. Okay. You are the thing that is doing the thing. I am the thing that the thing is happening to. Okay. It, so in that situation, you use me because it's – it's and you are the subject. I am the indirect object. So you say me. If it's, you know, Joy and I, then that's a situation where the sentence would be I am doing this. So it's Joy and I are doing this. Huh, in that okay. circumstance, I am the subject because Got I'm the it. one doing the thing. Got it. You don't need to know the difference between subjects and indirect objects for the purpose of using this grammatically correctly. All you need to think about is if I took joy out of the sentence, would I say I or would I say me? Hmm. Then put joy back in the sentence and use I or me as the pronoun. I love and it. And your the, the friend always goes first. Okay. Right? So it's always like it's never me and joy. It's joy and me. Okay. That's – I feel so enlightened because I yep. was really insecure for getting it wrong. Um I knew I was getting it wrong, so I'd always be like, which one is it? I don't understand. Okay. Now we know. So now you know. Okay. Very, if you're, that's like one of the easiest grammar tricks there is. Okay. Take your friend out of the sentence. We do say I or me. Put your friend back in. Use that same pronoun. Cool. Okay. Yep. So we were on to tips. Okay. Tips. Mm-hmm. Grammar tips, CrossFit Games tips, all kinds of yes. tips. Pancake tips. Say hi to Joy and me. Say hi to <laughs> your Joy. <laughs> say hi to us. I can't do it the other way. I'm so confused. <laughs> Say hi to us when you see us. Cool. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's start at the beginning. Yes. When you get to the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Parking is free this year, but it's not unlimited. So if you want to park in the parking lot, they have quite a lot of parking. Quite a lot. But nonetheless, get there early. Pretty straightforward. When you get there, like there's just one main entrance. And I... I know last year they didn't allow you to bring in outside beverages, but you could bring in like an empty water bottle. Mm-hmm. I don't remember whether or not they allowed you to bring in food. I feel like they did. I That's a really good one because I don't think we're – I don't remember bringing in food. Um, I know we brought in like bars. Yeah, I think bars, but because they have food vendors, I would be real careful. careful like don't pack this huge lunch – and get like sad because you're going to have to turn around. Yeah. I don't think you can. You know what? I wonder if it's coolers. You can't bring in a cooler? No. Yeah. I don't remember that. So if you if you are the type of person who's like. We're just sitting here like, we don't like, know. Like, <laughs> and I tried looking it up. I tried looking it up recently because um, somebody asked, like, how do I, how can I keep, keep to a budget at the games? And. Claire's you, talking to Brandon right now. Sorry. Oh. Miles just brought me a cup with a couple. Oh my God. That's the cutest thing. You want to say hi to Joy? Hi, Miles. Hi. That's so cute. Thank you, love. Oh, my God. So Claire just held up a cup with an apple in it. So Brandon brought me a mug with my disgusting Chinese herbs in it. Thank you, Brandon. He's not wearing a shirt. He wanted me to point that out. He just – He just – Yes. Yeah, we brought – Thanks, Daddy. Thanks, Miles. Daddy brought me some tea. Mm -hmm. And then Miles brought me a mug with an apple in it. Oh, my God. It's so cute. That was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Anyway. Okay. Back to the back to the yeah. Bucket. So you're looking it up as far as what so to bring in. I was looking it up because somebody was like, "Can how you know how can you do the games in the budget?" And I was like, "Well, you know, they're like, I'm sure food is expensive." So I went to go look it up, and I didn't see anything in particular that said food was prohibited. But that doesn't mean that it's technically allowed. But yeah. here's a workaround: you can leave and come back in the venue because mm. you like have a little wristband and you just scan it every time you go in. So if you are like, I am. 100% on macros and I cannot eat a single thing at the games because it's not going to fit my macros. Pack a cooler, put a bunch of ice, you know, like really pack it well, leave it in your car in the trunk yeah. and then 
just go out to your car to eat lunch and then come back in. Mm -hmm. Or if you're like on a super tight budget, that would be a good option as well. You also, and we did this one day last year where we just started to feel like a little overwhelmed. We took an Uber from the venue into downtown Madison for lunch just to kind of like get away for an hour, have lunch and down. Cause like an Uber, um, it's only like 10 minutes. Yeah. It's really close by if you're downtown. Yeah. yeah so other of those other ideas. So, um, but I will say, be careful. Like I would probably Google the directions before you hop into an Uber because last year there was so much traffic going into the venue that some of the Uber drivers didn't know the back way. And so you were just sitting in an Uber forever and ever. Like the first day was a shit show with the Uber drivers. And I think, um, so just be aware of that. And then there's also like a special drop off Uber section too, that they've kind of, you know, I think they worked that out, but the first day was like ridiculous where I'm like, oh, it's probably easier to just bike here <laughs> and which by right. the way if you go to this I think it's um the city of Madison website there's um discounts that I believe they did this last year but there's discounts for the b-cycle program or like oh whatever, yeah like, like those like city bikes um, or yeah whatever, whatever those yeah. um bikes that you can rent, rent a bike. uh, I believe you can get a, a discount package for the weekend so you might want to check that out as well well stuff okay cool. so walk into the CrossFit Games when you walk in the vendor village will be to your you're gonna walk in and there's gonna be all these food vendors all lined up and that's where the cuddle kitchen tent is going to be. They'll be on your left kind of right in front of this big building. And that big building is the vendor village. And so that's where you can go to get all your swag. It's lots of fun in there. Um, to your right, it, um, will be like the, the big, like bar area with the, TVs, the big beer right? garden. Yeah, beer with garden. The TVs. So if you are, the type of person who kind of just wants to like chill and watch stuff on the TV, scope out a seat in there early because mm-hmm. it is a small room. There's very low ventilation and it gets really crowded really fast and really hot really fast. So I don't know. I would recommend not spending a ton of time yep, in there. I don't recommend it. Um, We tried to go in there a couple of times last year and it was okay. Maybe they're going to improve upon it this year, but it just felt really crowded. I don't think I spent one minute in there. I think I walked in to find you guys at one point yeah, and, and we walked like, right back out. Like nope. it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. Um, so I just, and, I think and, it's way more fun to be out near like the outside where there's the going to be a huge Jumbotron kind of more towards the, um, the rogue store. Yeah. So I think one big thing that they're changing this year is that they're making it a little bit more spectator friendly for folks who don't have the Coliseum passes. And I think that's a ton of feedback they Thank got from goodness, last year where yeah. it was like, when you when we were in Carson, you had if so you, you many had so places much, to sit, and like you could sit, yeah, the whole entire soccer stadium yeah. was available to you to watch Ugh. what was going on in the tennis stadium. I miss Carson. And last year in Madison, <laughs> I know last year in Madison, it was like if you didn't have Coliseum tickets, you were kind of SOL. Yeah, unless you want, unless you had like been staking out your spot in the beer tent all day. Or in the beer garden. Yeah. So I think this year they're and putting in a different point, jumbotron. The jumbotron people were just starting to sit on the ground to watch the games. Completely, like, like outside. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. So I think they're making it a little bit more accessible this year. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But that being said, I think they've also made it so that there are more outside events. Because last year it was like about half and half uh-huh. for individuals. And this year I think it's more like two thirds are out and like a third are in the Coliseum. Yeah. So um, anyway, I, I think when like, you get there, scope it out, check out the map. Yeah. Things like, are probably kind of different make a from- plan of action. You probably want to get yeah. into the, if you get there early, you probably want to get to the Reebok tent sooner rather than later. Yeah. Go, it just gets like, so crowded. Yeah. Go to the Reebok tent. 
um, go to the vendor village and go to like the little CrossFit games booth. Cause their stuff runs out really fast. If you want to get like a mug or something. Yeah. Um, and then and, vendor village can be like at your leisure because vendor yes. village is there like all weekend and people are roaming around. There's not like yep. lines to compete with, but the Reebok tent, there's like lines. Yep. So get that out of the way. Totally. Okay. Um, when you get there, a couple of t- tips for sort of like b- know before you go. Like we were saying, the data cell service and data is terrible. Yeah. Unless horrible. they've done something because it's just not, you know, they're just not wired in that area of the town for super high volume service. And there's like tens of thousands of people, maybe not tens of thousands, thousands upon thousands of people all trying to use their data. And it just is terrible. So don't plan on making your plan when you get there, like make a plan ahead of time. And then also if you are with a big group, like definitely coordinate with them ahead of time. Um, bring a battery, a portable battery charger, a portable phone charger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every year I don't bring one and joy brings one and I'm so glad she brings one. I always have your back. You got it. (laughs) Um, the bathroom situations suck. And I think in the Madison venue, actually by vendor village bathroom situations, there's only two bathrooms, like one on either side and there's always a line. So don't use the vendor village, uh, bathrooms. Oh, I remember just waiting forever in lines there. It was so annoying. I didn't have as bad of an experience. I would say though, like plan strategically. Don't go, don't like wait to go to the bathroom until right when an individual event is getting out. It's kind of like halftime at a sports game. You got to be real strategic with all this. Yeah. Same thing with going to vendor village. Like yeah. if you can go to vendor village in the mid, you know, say there's like an individual event that you don't really care to see, or you watch the first couple of heats and you're like, you know, what? I don't really need to see Matt Frazier do this. We all know who's going to win. Yeah. Go to the bathroom then yes. go to vendor village then like yeah. that's when you need to go. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Uh, Other than that though, I would say be flexible. Like don't yes. plan out your weekend minute by minute because there's so much stuff that's going on. There's like tons of events that happen, um, at the vendor booths. There's like tons of people you're going to see. Spend some time in Madison, like give yourself the flexibility to spend a morning in Madison and, you know, just like don't schedule yourself down to the minute. You're not probably going to see every single event. And to be honest with you, that's not really the point. Yeah. And also I would say, (laughs) I just like to be in Crescent Lane. I know it really is so fun. It really is. I would also say, one of the fun things about the way that about having it in Madison that they didn't have this in Carson was that the teens and the masters, teens, teenagers teens. and masters are all not teams uh-huh. are all competing at the same time as well. And so like go see a, a masters event. Yeah. Um definitely, definitely watch the team events because they're so fun to watch it. So person. fun. So fun. Um they're you know, and and uh just don't you know, don't just only care about the fourth heat of individual event, like go see competitors you don't know and teams you don't know and the masters because that's kind of what it's all about. And it's so fun to see like the different crowds and especially like for the masters and the teams, people's gyms go all out. Oh my gosh. It's so cute. So <sighs> cute. Madison Do really does show year? up. It, totally. Do you remember last year, like the Iceland team, um, there were like 20, uh, 20 people in the stands right behind us from Iceland. Oh Yes. They were like losing it. Losing it. They were so anyway, cute. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. So definitely be open-minded. Let your flex- your schedule be flexible. And yeah, I mean, just have fun. Like I don't think there's really a whole lot 
What are your other like little just kind of one-off tips? Little things that I found was the, um, not to like stalk the pros, but there is an area in the back that you'll see just, I don't know where it is and like in reference to north, south, east, or west, but it's the same side. You won't miss it if you just walk up a little bit further from the entrances. There's an area where the the athletes have to come and go. Like there's, I think there's like some holding area. So they're always walking in between these two buildings. So if you kind of hit it right, it's, and I also want to say it's kind of by the Uber drop-off. It's basically on oh, the yeah, it's back by the, side. Yeah. It's of, where the Uber drop-off is. Cause I remember yeah. waiting there and I saw all, I saw Annie, I saw like all these athletes it's walking It's where the athletes get in to go to like the locker room. Yeah. Like locker room area. And so they're always walking back and forth, always walking back and forth. So if you want to see someone, uh, your best bet is to hang out right there. Um, are we I gonna, guarantee. Okay. They're doing like an opening ceremony on Thursday night. Are we going to go to that? Sure. Great. So come to the opening ceremony. Great. Thursday night, I think it's like at five. I may and they're be like there parading, a little bit late. <laughs> but I'll like go. They're like parading everybody out. And then maybe oh, cool. it's later than that. Let me look it up. Okay. And they're like, but, it, but then afterwards they're going to have like a meet and greet. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so you fun. can meet and greet with the CrossFit Games athletes. That's who cares? great. And then, and then <laughs> come hang out with us. That would be hysterical. We'll I go to happy hour. <laughs> yes, at um, my in-laws house. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so the other thing is to go to the Capitol um, over the weekend and go to the farmers market because it. First of all, it makes me really sad that I can't bring everything back in a suitcase because all of the delicious food is phenomenal. It's one of the cutest farmer's markets I've ever seen. It just goes all in a circle. So you legit feel like a like a herd of cows just walking in a circle around the capital, like following people getting their vegetables and cheese curds. Um, so adorable farmer's market. And then also go to Gray's, my favorite place to eat because I stay right there. I stay right down the street from that uh, restaurant. So Gray's, G-R-A-Z-E, is an amazing restaurant. And I will probably be eating there all weekend long. And there's a really cute uh, tarot card store that Claire likes. <laughs> Don't go there, guys. The lady's nuts. That's like where my tarot card horror story comes from. But they do have an amazing have- little like herbal tincture place. It's a cute like hippy dippy store. I think it's like <sighs> the, what is it called? It yeah. doesn't even matter. Yeah. I remember going um, in there with you and Brandon's like, let's do another tarot reading. I was like, it's no. Players not down for that. Um, down. So, but overall, have fun. Enjoy Vendor Village. Talk to as many people as you can at Vendor Village because everyone there is just like pimping great products and living their best life. And I just feel like every single year we see something new as far as products come out. Had a really and good time also, with the uh, Sweat Cosmetics ladies. They yes, were really so cute. cute. And the VersaLift booth. I loved them. Mm. Here's the other thing too. The people... Who are at the booths in the at the CrossFit Games? They have to stand there all weekend. All weekend. So be really Please nice to be them. Real nice. Stop and talk to them. Say hi to them. Let you let them know that you appreciate them. Yeah, like they interact, have a get involved. Job. Yeah, and they they're just there to like be psyched about CrossFit and not even get to watch it. Yep. So yeah, go be really nice to the Vendor Village people because they work so hard all weekend. Yes. Um, what are you most excited about? What do you, okay. I asked this question to Margo, but what do you think we're going to see that's new? So I'm totally cheating because I've been watching Dave Castro's Insta stories. That's which not by cheating. The, it's not. Okay. But they're doing some like human saving situation. Oh, that's where like, it's been announced. Yeah. Like 
some dummy drag. Yeah, that's, that's new. Like, that I is new. Done that before. No, uh, I would love to see something more technical on the water, like rowing. So I would uh, love you. to see that. Um, I don't yep. know. I honestly don't know. I think we're going to see triple unders. Really? I really think we are. I hope so. I actually because do the CrossFit so. Games did recently repost a video of who was it? Sarah, maybe somebody getting like thirty-five linked triple unders or something. I think we're going to see triple unders. I really would love to see that. Um, I, yeah, I really want to see open water rowing so bad just because it would be carnage. Yeah. Um, did you see Dave Castro post this something today? And it's Sunday. So by the time you guys hear this, everything will be I announced. You'll be like, yeah. God, drink. Yeah. Get but um, he was like, any any guesses for individual event? I don't know, seven or something. And he, all, his clue was just chaos. That was a clue, chaos. And I so I might, yeah, so my guess was. Uh, open water row, freestanding handstand push-ups, triple unders, blindfolded. <laughs> but like, please just let it be the limbo, Dave. If you're listening, Dave, the limbo. Ugh. It can be like the ultimate CrossFit Games floater wad. Yeah, that'd be so funny. I just Do I'm it. laughing to myself because I'm like I've been like <laughs> DMing him so much lately. Yes, I know you really <laughs> you really ramp it up. I'm ramping it up, but he watches them. He sees them. I'm not saying he's happy with it, but I just. Not saying he's like looking forward to our DM. No. Oh, <laughs> Dave. I, I really want him to have. We need to do a Girls Gone Watch shirt incorporating Dave's like profile and send him one. I mean, do we? We just need to bring him a shirt. I'm sure I have a men's shirt and we can see him at really? that like thing on Thursday night. I'm not sure I have one, but Brandon has one that he doesn't wear. <laughs> Cool. Done. Brandon, sorry. He sorry. doesn't wear it. Give it to oh, Dave Castro. So funny. Okay. Um, can we any move other on? tips? No. I don't oh, have bring it. Bring like a little towel or a t-shirt to sit on on the bleachers. Chances are the bleachers will either be hot or wet. Mm-hmm. So bring like a little thing to sit on. Bring a hat. Bring sunscreen. Yes. Um, be prepared for anything. Be prepared. Bring a rain jacket. Last year it rained a lot. Um. You know, and I think like just treat it as it like almost kind of like you're going to like a music festival. Like you're going to be outside yes. all day. Yes. You know, especially be... if you plan to like be there all day. Like, yeah. Bring some wet wipes, you know, like yeah. moisturize some things chapstick. and chapstick. <laughs> yep. I think it's going to be pretty muggy this year. Ugh. It's going to be, it's I'm just to be like. I'm prepared to wear breathable clothing and yeah. headbands, hat, or hair up the entire yep. weekend. Don't like don't put, on put on a full, a full face. face makeup. Yep. Don't wear normal clothes. Like no. if you show up in like an outfit, people oh. will stare at you. Yeah. I was actually talking to you about that this week. I was like, I just kind of want to put some cute outfits together. Then I'm like, no, it'll be so uncomfortable. And you'll be like really so out of uncomfortable, place. physically uncomfortable and socially uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, not that we judge you, but you'll just feel like, oh, I didn't need to get this dolled up. Right. And no, you can tell the people not. who are not CrossFitters because they like show up in like full on like a sundress and like sundress and platforms or Sunday wedges gear. I don't know. I'm like, oh, you look very silly. Okay. Um, so no more tips. I do want to, uh, move on really, really quick. Cause I finally, finally, finally started watching the new season of Queer Eye. And I remember How did it you, take you so long. Be, well, because I, watched I this like months ago, I know you, I, you were watching it when we were in Venice. Cause I remember when I was doing my introvert time, you no. were like, yes. I don't think it, it had come, I don't think the new one had come out. I think I was watching the first season of the new one. No, cuz the new one didn't come out until um hold on a minute, Queer Eye I season. I warned you were watching the new season cuz I was like no, I'm pretty I was like Claire's sure watching Queer Eye. The new season didn't come out 
until June. So, and we well, were I'm in, just talking and, like anyway. Regardless, like regardless, the new ca- the I, new cast. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen the new cast at never. all. I thought never. you were talking about season two. No, no, like ever, ever, ever. Yes, I had started watching season one yes. when we were in Venice. Yes. Like I didn't realize you'd never seen any no, of it, Joy. No, I watched the original doing? cast. Yeah, I watched I know, the but... original cast, but like I just this whole time you I... haven't known who Jonathan is. No. How? I know my life was not complete. If anyone listening has not watched the new season, or I'm sorry, the new cast. Yeah. Of Queer like Eye. The preview of Queer Jonathan Eye. Van Ness. Oh my gosh, he's like. What can you even say about it? I don't even. I have no words. I will say the first episode. I was like, "This guy's too much," and then that's everyone's first reaction. But then you're like, reaction. "Oh my god, I like, am this is love- truly who he is." You are he's not so like amazing. Like he's the cutest. He's, he's so, so cute. Oh, I love him. And then him. so I've listened Did to you every know single that his podcast. drag name was Vanessa because his last name is Van Ness. Oh, stop! He talks about it in the second season. Ah, <laughs> oh. talks. About I love it. how like, he. Comments. I love how he does. Um, like pirouettes out of rooms all the time. He's obsessed with figure skating <laughs> and dancing. Yes. And he always like does like turns. Uh, he does like sachets out of rooms yeah. and like <laughs> like arabesques everywhere. I know I love him. He's so great. Okay, so I started watching that show, the the new cast, and I'm just on season one because I'm just like, I think I do. My this... mind is blown right now. I know. Well, this I do whole this. Time, with... I've been like making references to the half touch, like the French tuck. Uh, the like... French tuck. You know how he says French took? It's the French cutest took. thing. French him. took. So then, I've like, started doing Anthony, the French tuck. And every time I do it, I say French, French took, took to myself. And you're like, Anthony, please come to my house and teach oh. me how to make hummus. And his hair. Oh, Van's hair. Or Tan's hair is like the cutest. Well, and like Karamo's hair looks like it's oh. spray painted on. Oh, he's the most beautiful man I've ever seen. So beautiful. so beautiful. He was on the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. Okay. so <laughs> So I started watching the new cast and I'm like, the reason I think I put it off because I knew I was going to binge watch. Whenever I know I'm going to binge watch something, I'm like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. I like need to like hunker down. Um, so I've just been watching it constantly. But here's the thing. I've been watching it. Well, I started watching it when I was in Arizona. And so I kind of had some downtime. And uh, when I came back, I started watching with some episodes with Scott. And he like freaking loves it. But then he's like, I wouldn't pick out that outfit. And I'm like, oh, here we go. You're like, here we go. Hey, here Fab we go. Get yeah. Out of here. Oh my gosh. He's like, they need straight guy for the queer eye for the straight guy. And I was like, you, you. So the whole time he's like, all all tan picks out is floral shirts. Every single guy gets floral <laughs> floral shirts. So Scott's really upset like, about you that. Know what, Scott? Maybe every yeah. single guy needs a floral shirt. Yeah. Maybe he's really. Maybe upset. Scott's just mad because he doesn't have a floral Scott shirt and he feels has behind to be the times about now. it. It's really funny. He's like, I wouldn't wear. I would not wear that outfit with blah blah blah. And I'm like. I should have known better than to let you watch the show because he just critiques all the outfits. And he's like, I don't even like what they're wearing. I'm like, it's not up to you. Are you? Nobody are you asked the, you, Scott. Are you on the Fab Five? I don't think so. So great. Are you a culturally relevant gay man? No. No, you're not. But he does love it. We watch it together and he thinks it's the, the best. Like he laughs so hard. Okay. So uh, cheers to I'm Queer shocked. Eye. I'm like, can't believe. I so know. Which is I'm your so favorite sorry. episode so far? I, um oh my gosh I don't even know I love anyone that Jonathan is just like oh the one where the okay so this is obviously I'm still in season one but the guy that had like five kids and they had oh, yeah. a house with like a hoarder situation and yeah. Jonathan is in the bathroom he's like so this bathroom is for all eight of you got it got it <laughs> he like had to keep saying it like over and over again he's like, like 
and like huge hand gestures yeah. and he was like huge got gestures. it yeah. <laughs> so one bathroom and he's like so what happens if someone's kit and caboodle is in here that's not supposed to be in here incorrect <laughs> All the kids got their own little kitten caboodle. Oh my gosh. So funny. Oh my gosh. I love that show. Okay. So that show is giving me so much life right now. And I've listened to like every single podcast that he's done. So now I'm like in, I'm in binge mode of Jonathan Madness. I cannot get enough. On that note, let's move on to uh, dating red flags because I am not sure I've laughed this hard reading people's uh, comments. Okay. Joy, dating- can I just tell you something that just pause? happened? Yes. Pause. Brandon just walked into the room and brought me pancakes. I know. I I knew that you of all people would like really love this. We're having Brenner. That is the love language. And those look like delightful pancakes. Claire just held them up to the camera. I'll tell you how they are. I've I've gotten like tea, like mugs of tea and apple. I got a mug mug. of tea. I got a mug of apple. Now I (laughs) got a pancake. Pancakes. Like I'm what's next? Like, come on, keep, keep it coming. Keep it coming. Four course meal during the podcast. Okay. So, um, Adrian wrote, so we mentioned this in episode 263 in our mid-year review. We had some conversation about red flags and then we're like dating red flags would be hilarious. So Adrian said, since it came up here, a few of my online dating red flags from my experience as a 40 something divorced lady looking for love. Thankfully I did find it. So Adrian is no longer in the dating red flag flag world, but she says profile pic holding a fish or other dead animal. (laughs) Um, Quotes, I don't like drama. Oh, but they do. Uh, recently separated and or still living with their ex. I'm like, what? Still living with their ex? Claire's enjoying her pancakes right now, by the way. Everyone looks delicious. Uh, profile <laughs> profile pic taken in the car from below the chin level. That's <laughs> so great. Not a good angle. Like an up no That's like shot. everybody's dad on Facebook. <laughs> like this is a good angle. From yeah, it's like like imagine like texting in the car and then just being like selfie time from that like the texting. This angle. looks real good. We've all done it. This We've all like actually turned good. the camera on. Oh, totally. Where you're like, Ugh. like um, you know what I wish you could do, or I'm so glad you can't do. Actually, you know when you on Instagram stories when you like make something all one color, like a screen that's all one color. If you're gonna like write, text, oh sure, yeah. The photo behind that all one color, you know, because you have to like take a picture first and then like cover it with the the photo behind that is always like a double chin selfie because I'm holding it like right in front of me and then I just like take a picture of just looking straight up my nose and then I cover it. Yeah. I'm like, thank God no one can see the picture under yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this is so much better. Nope. Anyway. Okay. More. Um, in, quotate, in quotes, in quotations, I'm just looking for new friends, aka I just want to sleep around. True. Uh, in quotations, I'm just an easygoing laid back guy. They never are, she says. And then closet magician. Oh, yes, this happened. I just want to know so much more about the closet magician. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. I mean, we got like dozens of these. Yeah. Mike. Okay, Morgan said, my coworker told me the best story that was a major dating red flag. He went on a first date with a girl. They had agreed to meet for dinner, and she picked the restaurant, who told him she didn't need to eat because she got all the energy she needed from the sun. so good i just i mean at least she's a cheap date yeah uh let's see chelsea says so she's a house plant literal house plant i just i get all my energy from the sun 
I shouldn't laugh at that. There's a part of me that's like, what if she had an eating disorder? Like, that's where I go. <laughs> like, it's kind of, I don't want to laugh at that, but it is kind of. What happens weird. at night? Yeah, I mean. Okay. On a cloudy day. Chelsea says, dating red flags happen to myself and friends. Number one, talking about your previous sexual partners on date number one. Yeah. Number two, showing naked photos of yourself to your date on date number one. Number three. Asking a person out on a date and then asking them to pay for themselves once the check comes. How many times did that happen to you? That always happened to me, like awkward paying situations where you're like, okay. I would always offer to split it like before that even happened. Like anytime the check comes, I'd be like, oh, do you want to split this? Yeah. I mean, and like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't know. Let's also remember, I met Brandon the, the summer after college, so I didn't do a whole lot of like dating per right. se. Right. Most of my dates happened in college, which are not real dates. Megan says, I was once dating a guy for a month, but I wanted to break it off as he was starting to get clingy. He showed up to my apartment with a three-tone leather jacket, like in the 80s, and had put chunky red streaks into his long server hair and had used a straightener and flipped out all the ends. I was so embarrassed for him. I broke up with him on the spot. Oh my gosh. Uh, another, when they still live with their ex-girlfriend. Who are these people? Lori said, I went on one date with this guy whose definition of success was having a three-car garage. He couldn't shut up about it. Literally, literally every silent moment, which there were a lot, was filled with, so I have this three-car garage. <laughs> I, I just like, what? oh, okay. Alex says, Guy made the date at the last minute after canceling the first one and was annoyed when I was late because I got stuck in bumper to bumper traffic. When I arrived, he was arguing with the manager because an uneven table leg caused his coffee to spill. He then proceeded to ask me how much I weighed and said that if I were ever walking down an alley and approached by a shady group of guys, he would push me in front. <laughs> there was not a second date. <sighs> Oh my I feel gosh. like that sounds like a prank show. Like that, that I mean, can't be a real person. Just Kate said, I met up with a guy after talking online for a couple of weeks. The first thing he said to me was, your profile said your hair was brown. It's black. My hair was dark brown at the time, but I felt like he was accusing me of catfishing him. <laughs> Erica said, a guy asked what time he should pick me up for the date clearly a good move. He showed up on a motorcycle and said he didn't have another helmet. Later, he asked why I had so many books and vegetables in my apartment. <laughs> uh, Sarah, just, Sarah you, said, oh, what? Do you have any like dating horror stories? I know we kind of talked about like red flags in our last, last episode. I have so many, but I'm like, it's been so long. You've blocked them all I've out. I've blocked them all out. I honestly have. Like, I remember... Like a couple times where you feel like the date went really well and then you just never heard from again. Yeah. Those that happened to me all the time. And I was always like, what did I do wrong? And it's probably because I didn't put out because I was like, I'm like not going to freaking make out with someone and like have sex with them on the first freaking yeah, date. Say, put out, that's how, make out. That's not what that means. <laughs> <laughs> like if you try think to keep it PG, put out means make out, then that's why you didn't get a second <sighs> date. No, probably not. Yeah. But it was so weird because I was always like, yeah. Why didn't you just call them back? Um, yeah. I'm not really sure. That's what I did. You just called them. It was like, hey, yeah. hey. Sometimes I would. Sometimes I, I just would. like never, ever, ever 
did like expected someone else to make the first move or call me back. Yeah. I was like, if I want to go out with you, I'll ask you out. If I want to go out with you again, I'll ask you out again. I'm going to put this on pause really quick because there was the funniest red flag story. Oh, this was so good. She had so many. I have to read some because Shannon, you like brought it. She's like, you asked for it. So I have a lot of dating red flags to share. All of these are from one epic horrendous date I went on while I was a student athlete in Chicago many moons ago. I have listed them in numerical order, which also coincides with the order of events on that memorable afternoon slash evening. I feel like I have to read a lot of these. It's so good. Um, Number one, you meet your date at a dance club in downtown Chicago. Just because they smell nice and have a British accent does not mean they're going to be a good date. Two, he picks you up in a jalopy. What is that, Claire? But immediately claims that the Porsche he normally drives is in the shop, so he had to borrow his grandma's car. Did you Google jalopy? Isn't it just, I feel like jalopy just means like an old crappy car. Okay, okay. I don't think it's like a type of car. Okay. Le- listeners, let us know if we're let wrong. Let us know, I'm pretty please. sure it's yeah. just like yeah. old crappy car. Okay. He drives you one hour away from your place of residence for your date. If the final destination was an amusement park, a romantic beach, or a roadside attraction, that would be perfectly acceptable. If your final destination is the mall, I'm afraid it's not. He takes you to the mall for your date. You go to see a movie at the mall theater, and he makes you stand in line and buy the ticket because you get a student discount. When he orders the popcorn at the concession stand, he demands the lady... Okay, this one. I was like, this can't be real. This can't be real. He demands the lady fills the bag a quarter full, then goes to squirt butter on it, then comes back and has her fill it to the halfway mark, and repeats the butter squirting process until the whole bag is full, while an entire line of irate moviegoers wait impatiently behind you. Wow. That is dedication, actually. That guy is... (laughs) Dedicated to a very specific popcorn experience. Yeah. Before the movie you've been dying to see, The Last Samurai starts, he casually mentions that he lived in Japan and wants to see how realistically they portray Japan, even though the movie takes place over 100 years ago. During the entire movie, uh, he tries to mansplain what is happening because he, quote unquote, lived there, even after repeatedly asking him to be quiet so you can enjoy the show. Uh, After the movie, he asks to run back to the car to grab something he forgot. Then, when you get there, he opens the truck and pulls out a Banana Republic bag and a dozen roses that have wilted from the time and heat. He asks to return the shirt he bought at Banana Republic last week before you go grab dinner. Because they're at the mall. Uh-huh. He returns the shirt on your date. But he br- why didn't he give her the roses at the beginning of the date? I don't know. This is amazing. This he, sounds like the worst date ever. I, know, I just like the, when I'm reading this, I'm like, you I cannot. Like, can't, this can't at all have happened he stops to talk to his bff at the styrofoam glider kiosk in the mall oh no this this girl is like genius writer by the way because i'm like all these little details are perfect for 25 minutes while you stand there waiting for food he walks you by a variety of nice delicious restaurants only to find finally take you to dinner at the mall food court all the while trying to hold your hand unsuccessfully sorry but i'm not really a hand holder by nature she says while sitting down... And like, not to mention, don't touch this guy. He clearly is a terrible... Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, he proceeds to tell you that he used to be 6'3", but what? he was in a ter- terrible motorcycle accident in Japan in which he landed on his head, compressing his neck and spinal discs, contributing to his current height of 5'9". He draws you a diagram of said motorcycle accident, complete with stick figures and arrows on a paper napkin. You try not to choke on your chow mein. 
as you're walking, <laughs> as you're walking. Sorry, wa- I'm getting another pancake delivery. Oh, I didn't mean to okay. distract you. No, you're good. As you're walking <laughs> back to the car in relief because the dis- disastrous date is finally almost over, he tries to hold your hand again. When you refuse, he tells you that you must have a complex about being touched and then tells you he can cur- cure you by giving the most fabulous full body massage you've ever had in your life back at his apartment. No, no, nope. no, nope. no, run, run away, run away. When you say, no, I'm not comfortable with, with that on a first date, my teammates are expecting me back soon and will worry. I want to go back home right now. He gives you the silent treatment the rest of the way out to the car. Oh, gosh. As you look out the window of the car on the hour-long ride back to avoid more awkward conversations or offers of messages, he steals your cell phone out of your purse. Offers of massages. Offers of massages. Thank you. He said messages. Sorry. I was wondering, I was like, yeah, this really happened to me. She says, I called my mom long distance crying because I was literally trapped with this guy and none of my teammates had cars so they could not come get me. I was ready to call 911 if he didn't take me straight back home while also trying not to agitate him and being as nice as I could so he wouldn't do anything even more strange. My mom called my cell phone and this guy actually answered it. She screamed at him with many expletives and told him to keep my phone because there was no way in hell he was ever going to see me again to return it. She sent me money to buy a new cell phone within the week. That was one of the two dates I've ever been on in my life. And now you see why I haven't been on many dates. (laughs) Shannon, bless your sweet freaking heart. Honestly, like sometimes when I get really mad at Brandon, I'm like, this is better than dating. This is better than dating. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Like, yeah, I could get divorced, but then I'd have to go date again. Dating is my second least favorite first world problem. Yeah. I, after I have, moving. I have to do one more, one more Ugh. of these because one more. It's short. Be- only because it's a crossover with my favorite murder. Okay. And she's, oh, yeah. And she was so cute. Um, she's like, uh, I think she said she sent this to my favorite murder too. Yeah, she's like, I think I sent this to to my favorite friend. She's like, going to jump right in here. I was on a date with this guy. He was super chill, and we connected pretty well. So well well that after dinner, we decided to drive to a town 30 minutes away to check out its nightlife. Being a murderer, you know, I was worried about getting into a car with someone I met off Tinder. So I thought being like, you're not going to murder me, are you? And him laughing it off saying, nah, meant I was in the clear. Fast forward into the night, we had a few makeout sessions and we're now watching fireworks over the river. I said how perfect the date had been and without missing a beat, he says, I had to make your last night special <laughs> and gives me the most creepy wink I've ever seen. You can imagine everything going through my head on the 30 minute car ride back to my car. I was terrified and the look of confusion when I politely declined checking out his new apartment. <laughs> I'm all for jokes and have a pretty good sense of humor, but the wink was just too unsettling. So I followed my gut and did not get murdered. So shout out to uh, Erica and also My Favorite Murder because I love that podcast too. So Ridiculous. For everyone who wrote all the dating red flags, I can't tell you oh, how great those were to read. But I'm also sorry because part of me was like, oh, dudes uh, and dating. And sometimes they're just like not even cool. So I don't want to make light of the fact that sometimes it really is like gnarly and you should not be treated that way. Um if we can have some humor with the ones that were like pretty ridiculous, like we've all been there and it sucks. Um, okay. So we got to wrap up because we're like near in the end here and Claire's getting on with her pancakes so I'm, hard I'm right now. <laughs> present and focused in this episode. I just happened to also be eating pancakes. Guys, I can multitask. I, I am, uh, I'm jealous. Je- I'm just, just jealous. jealous of my pancake I'm consumption. Totally, totally okay. Jealous. So things we learned in this episode. Yes. What to do at the CrossFit Games. Yep. I'm still in shock. 
that you had never seen any of the new Queer Eye. I know. Like, shocked. I'm glad that, like, you just found this out now and you weren't, like, so disappointed that it took me this long to get started. So now you know I'm in. If you would have known, like, two months ago and I just never watched it, you would have been like, what are you doing with your life? Joy, literally. People out there listening, if you have not watched it, what are you doing with your life? Go on Netflix right now. Turn us off. Even if you're driving, just log in on your phone. Get in a car accident. No, don't. Um, yeah. So we hopefully we'll see you in Madison. Please come if you're say listening hi to this, to we're there right now. Yeah. We're Probably having so much fun. See us at Gray's. Go to the farmer's market. We'll absolutely be walking around the farmer's market. Check out our Instagram stories. We'll be posting uh, the night before. And we'll try to post yeah. as much as we can the day, like in the in the moment. Yeah. But any updates about where we're going to be for our, like little, I don't like saying meet and greets because that sounds very, yeah. little like hangout sessions. Yeah. A little hangout sesh with Jill yeah. and Claire. Um, that we'll post about that the night before. It's going to be so fun. We're going to do most everything on Insta stories too, if we can. Yeah. So just keep an eye out on that, but just have so much fun. And for those of you watching at home, I hope you guys are, uh, you know, cheering for the people that you love you, and all the amazing athletes. Did you fill out a bracket? No. I want to. I did pretty good on my bracket last year. Did you? Who do you think is going to win? Here's the thing. My answer to that has been, who do I want to win? Who do you want to win? Who do I want to win would be, I'd be so fine with Kara, Webb, Saunders, or uh, Tia. I want Tia back. Yeah, or Sarah. Or Sarah, Sigmund Sauter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could do, I could do some really uh, happy cheering for Margot Alvarez just because oh, we I love her love so her. much. And also, we've gotten a lot of messages from you guys about the holster. We... Support we're her. actually we totally support her yeah. we actually had had her on the schedule to be on the podcast right when all of that news kind of came out yep um for obvious reasons she rescheduled you know there's just so much going on in her life yep. and hopefully we will be able to kind of hear from her when the dust settles and hear about how she's processing everything if you have not heard her barbell shrugged interview go ahead and listen to that kind of gives you her side of the story honestly it's not our place to weigh in about whether or not we think, you know, anything about what we think that she says, other than to say that we think that she's a great person and we support her a hundred percent. Um, you know, what's done is done. And we frankly are not interested in who believes her and who doesn't believe her. Um, we don't think, you know, that type of passing judgment is just, there's no place for it. Right. There's it's really not, no place for it. It's not helpful. It's yeah. not necessary. Yeah. And so, you know, we um, are definitely bummed. We're not going to see her at the games this year for sure. And we are really excited to see what happens next for her. So, you know, we um, obviously, ha- you know, I've had a good relationship with her in the past and are just bummed to see something like this happen to her. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get to talk to her again soon. Hopefully. And then do you have any uh, picks for who you would like to win or who you'd like to see? Win? I mean, I love Kara. Mm-hmm. I really like Sarah. I love to see like a rookie do really well. I agree. Um, and then I'm curious to see if CrossFit Mayhem wins again. I bet they will. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the guys, like, I don't know. The men's field just does not interest me. It really doesn't. I like Brett, Brent Fakowski. He just sort of was like funny. Tall, tall goofy guy. He looks kind of, like, I yeah. feel like he kind of looks like Brandon if Brandon had like 30 more pounds of muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Patrick Vellner because he's a ginger, so there's he's got that going for him. Totally. I've always loved Noah Olson. 
And that guy has like so much raw talent and everybody just looks at him and has been looking at him for years and being like, he just needs a coach. Like get a coach. Just come on, so, buddy. Someone just be Noah Olson's coach. Yeah. He's um, like a golden retriever. And I think he has like the cutest golden retriever. He is a golden retriever. And yeah. it's like, just train him. Yeah. But that's the thing he is he just like so has so much raw talent. He, yeah. And he just goes out too hard every single time. He gets anyway. real excited. It's real excited. Licks and then too like many it's, faces, you yeah. know, it's like the dog that just falls gets asleep too in the excited. back of the car. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And so, oh, well, we'll see if he can keep that in control this year. Yes. But like everyone's been saying that for years about him and he has yet to lock it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I want to see. I'll be curious. Like I would Matt love Fraser, to see, Yeah. Matt Fraser, I feel like is just, he's kind of like the rich froning where you're just like freak that's of nature. About, that's the thing about the men's field. That just like I just roll my eyes at. It's like cool, Matt Fraser's gonna win again. Like cool, Rich Froning won again. Like the men's field to me is so boring. Yeah. Because it's just so predictable and like whereas the women's field, I feel like every year it's kind of anybody's game. Yeah. Which I love. And, and I, I also we've talked about this, but like the women's body types are so different. Yeah. In like the top ten, you know, you have like look at just the podium last year. Tia, tall, lean, you know, like Kara, super, super built like mm-hmm. tons of muscle um annie freaking tree trunk of a core you know like her body type is just like annie's body type is really unique but even like throughout you know like just the differences between an annie and a camille yeah. or an annie and a cara versus like okay if you're a crossfit games athlete and you're a dude apart from brett vikowski who's a little bit tall you're between 5'8 and 5'10 you weigh between 175 and 200 pounds. You're a white guy yeah. with short hair. And you work out without a shirt on yeah. in board shorts. Yeah. All I just described you all. Yeah. So there you go. There you have it. I will also say I think it's super interesting and I'd love to have a conversation with like an Icelandic athlete about this one day that despite the fact that uh, in the US, CrossFit's been around for so much longer and like all the OGs are. Americans that American women don't do that well in the games. Mm. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time an American woman was on the podium? I think it was Julie. Oh, really? That's actually, that's true. Did Sam Briggs make it? No, Remember? Sam Briggs is in the masters. No, Sam Briggs is not American. I know, I know, but no, I just totally, my brain went somewhere else. <laughs> Sorry. I was totally not tracking. No, no, no. I just she, saw her Insta. I she her- didn't even compete in regionals because she had to get elbow surgery. I know, but did you see her recent post where she couldn't even get, like a visa oh, like to come over. Visa? Yeah. I have no idea. So she put, remember yeah. like a couple of years ago, she put out that post where she's like, I can't get to the, the United yeah. States. The same thing happened. Oh. I just saw it two days ago. Let's look at her. Let's look her up real quick. I have no idea. And look by the time, up. again, that you guys hear this, I'm sure this It'll will be, be too like, late. Right. You're like, yeah. yeah. Old news um, guys. Old news. Um, yeah. As but yeah, it was, I was, uh, look, I saw her post on Instagram and she was like, Hey, I can't get to the United States. Yeah, let's see. I mean, she posted nine hours ago. This is urgent help needed due to circumstances beyond my control. I'm currently unable to get a visa to travel into the U.S. Yeah, as of nine hours ago, she's still posting brunch photos in England. So, yikes. Weird. Anyway. Well, okay, guys. Here's hoping. Okay, have Hopefully fun with we'll the games. Madison. Have fun Give watching us hugs. Games. Come say hi. For those of you at home, yay. Yay, you. <laughs> Watch have fun it. watching. And next week, we have a fun episode with Noelle Tarr from the Well-Fed Women podcast and all about their new book. So we can't wait for you to hear that one. And then we will recap everything games. Yay. See you next week. Bye. Bye.